Hi guys, welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is still a safe space where I, your resident realtor, discuss business tips, mom life, healing, empowerment, real estate, and everything in between. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, East New York, and if you know, you know. Thank you, and let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to an all new episode of Jesse's Place Podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about parenting. I know for everyone, um, for most people, it is a very personal topic. I am the mother of two beautiful little girls. Obviously, I'm biased because they are mine. And I am learning every single thing as I go. (laughs) This is definitely a hands-on job that I would not be changing for anything, Um, but it's definitely a job where you learn as you go. It does not come with (laughs) any um, previous experience required. It is definitely on-the-job training. Um, But before we get into it, I want to give a special shout out to Spotify and Anchor for pushing my platform forward. Uh, um, The audience demographic is really, really growing, and um, it's a wide range of people all across um, the world tuning in, listening in, and sending in feedback. So I just wanted to thank them and to thank everyone who's tuning in. And I know that a lot of things that I talk about probably are not things that are relatable to where you are in the world. but Uh, leave me a message and let me know what things um, you want to hear me talk about. And um, also, I also wanted to tell everyone to stay tuned for some really fun um, holiday season um, interviews that I'll be doing where I get to um, listen to people that I admire, who have inspired me or who have mentored me, um, who have just made a big impact in my life Um, growing up. Some of the people who parented me were my grandparents, and um, I would sit at my grandparents' kitchen table. I mean, I'm sorry, their dining table. Um, And I actually have that dining table in my dining room right now. I refurbished it. It was a gift to me from my grandmother when I moved into my my home a few years ago, and um, I do cherish it. But I remember sitting at that table growing up, and my grandfather would just, we would just start, you know, doing puzzles or crosswords and just doing things together and some type of crafting or painting. And he would just sit there and just start start talking about life. And, and I guess that's why I'm such a big talker and I love to be um, having this podcast. So just stay tuned for some really fun um, interviews where I get to, to honor people. And I feel that when you listen to people's stories, you honor them, you, you show them their value. And um, so listen out for those holiday episodes coming up. And, but yeah, let's get right into it. Today's episode, I will be talking about, we are going to be discussing parenthood, parenting. And when I became a mom, I thought, oh, you know, I've got cousins, I've got siblings. Um, This is easy. Just got to change some diapers and, you know, I'll be fine. Nothing, you know, even my parents, they were like, oh, you're going to be fine. It's going to be so easy for you. Um, I had my my first child when I was, uh, 33. I turned 34 the week after she was born. And, um, I, you know, everyone thought, Hey, you're, you're, you're old enough. You, you've got a lot of life experience. Having a child is going to be a breeze. And early on, it kind of was, you know, it was a little rough, 
a real rough start. And when she got um, about 18 months, I started noticing that she was having a language delay. Um, I noticed that she wasn't um, using words the way that other children were, but the pediatrician um, kept telling us, me and my husband, that, you know, she was fine. She was, she was doing well in every other area. Some children just take a little bit longer. Long story short, fast forward, um, she was diagnosed with receptive expressive language disorder. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up when it comes to this topic of parenting is because it really has geared the way that I parent my child. Um, parenting for me has, and my ideas around parenting has changed significantly um, from when I was born from when I was being raised, I'm sorry. <laughs> so receptive expressive language um, disorder is, um, expressive language disorder is one in which, um, by definition, the child struggles to get meaning or messages across to other people. The receptive side of it is that, is um, when a child struggles to understand and process the messages and information they receive from others. So with that said, that means that my child, she does, she has a, a hard time expressing finding the words to verbalize um, how she feels or what she wants to say. And then she also has a hard time understanding words, that pe messages that, is, that are being portrayed to her. So something as simple as me saying, go and get that or go get a bottle or go and get your cup or she's got to do a double take of like, wait, what, what, what? You know, she's got to take time. Um, she has definitely progressed leaps and bounds and she's, you know, fully verbal now and, doing fantastic. She's been in tons of therapy. Thank God me and my husband have, um, you know, we, we love our children and uh, we really want to see them do well. So the reason why I really wanted to get that out of the way before we get into the rest of this topic is because, um, like I said before, it really did trigger the way that I think about parenting and how I should parent. So I want to, I want to raise, if I want, if you, if you grew up with the spankings, right, I want you to raise your hand. I'm raising my hand. I grew up that, Hey, you know, I got beat when I was a kid. I'm okay. You know, like what's, what's wrong with beating your kids? Um, before I had children, I'd be like, man, I would beat the shit out of my kid. If that person, if that kid did that, you know, this is before I had children. And if you've listened to my other podcast on my fatherhood episode, my good friend, Jason, that I grew up with, um, for like 26 years, I've known him, you know, God bless him and his family. Um, he hopped on one of the podcast episodes and he kind of touched the topic um, gently. And um, we kind of discussed gentle parenting back then, um, last June for Father's Day. And I was able to honor him in his story. Um, but I, I want to really get into that topic because people ask me, I've been asked before. I've been asked before. If you don't hit them, what do you do? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about, you know, yes, I do not hit either of my children, but I'm going to tell you what I do do. And I'm going to tell you why I do not hit my children. So, but also, um, I, I just want to, so I just want to reiterate that, um, children who have delays or who have language delays, especially I'm talking about a personal situation of my own. Um, my, my oldest child having expressive receptive language disorder, that means that she has difficulty understanding what people says, have, you know, say to them. She struggles to follow directions. Um, that's, that was spoken to her. She has, you know, problems organizing her thoughts for speaking or writing. Right. And sometimes she struggles putting words together into a sentence. Sometimes she might not put them all together correctly. Um, she also has a sh uh, struggles with past, present and future. Um, 
but like I said, now she is fully verbal and she has reached leaps and bounds ahead of where we thought she would be. So she is doing fantastic. But um, without further ado, let's get right into the topic at hand. Um, a lot, a lot of people say, okay, so, you know, why do you, you know, are, do, you, are, do you judge me because I hit my kids? Do you, and that's so much that I judge other people who hit their children, but let's look at it like this. Let's take it a step further. If you're dating someone, right? He, she, they, them, however they identify, however you identify. If you are dating someone and someone, because I, I really want to give this example because this is how I wrap my mind around how I treat my children. So I have one child who doesn't have a speech delay and I have another child who, who, who does. So this is how I wrap my, my mind around not, not wanting to ever hit my children, right? If you are in a relationship with someone, this is an example that I'm going to give. If you are in a relationship with someone, would it be appropriate for your significant other to hit you? To smack your hand, right? Or spank your butt. Not in that, you know, that, you know, take me to the bedroom type of spank the butt. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, if your significant other spanked you, beat you, wouldn't that be considered abuse? Now, listen, do, don't get me wrong. Growing up, I got the beats put on me. It was normal. It was a part, you know, it, it was, it was okay. It was socially acceptable. Like you expected the adults to be allowed to hit you, whether it was an uncle or aunt or a, a mother or father or, 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 you know, whoever you grew up with and, and how I grew up, it was socially acceptable to get spankings, beatings, whatever. So for me, I, I remember how those things made me feel. I grew up, you know, oh, I don't want to do something the wrong way because I might get hit. Or, you know, I don't want to go and, 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 and do that because, you know, I might get hit. You, you know, you learn how to lie, not big lies, but you learn little lies because, oh, no, I didn't put that box of paper towels there. That wasn't me. That's a little lie, right? But you start learning how to lie because you don't want to get hit. This, this, there's that conditioning, that fear that's instilled in you. Now, I'm saying, I know this is a very, you know, controversial topic. I know I'm starting a riot right now because I know there are a lot of listeners. I know a lot of different cultural backgrounds that are tuning in. And listen, they'll pull out a switch quick and beat the crap out their kids. And that's fine. I'm talking to you guys about what works for me. And for me, growing up like that, it, it, it definitely condition the way that I think about life, how I make decisions, how I made decisions before about relationships, and also how I made decisions about how I wanted to have my own family lifestyle. And um, I thank God that my child, my the, the children that I have are the way that they are and that I can parent them in this way. And, and when I started to um, see that, you know, my, my first child was becoming a toddler, I would go on on Google and try to figure out ways like, you know, how do you get your toddler to understand you? Or how do you get your toddler to listen? Because I knew that a child who does not understand the concepts of language, the way that other people do, which is normal, whether the children, have, whether the child has a speech delay or not, um, what else could I do? I never want to hit my child. So what else can I do? And I started learning these different tips and things that I could do to um, um, manage my own anger right? My own frustration, my own patience, because 
So I, I, I feel this, this is, like I said, this is a very controversial topic. I feel like if you don't have any patience as a parent, then say that. If you're hitting your child, it's a reflection of, of either norms that you grew up with, because that's learned behavior, or something inside of you, right? There's some type of anger or something. There's some type of patience in you that you don't have. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't win every battle with my children. I do the calm down. I get on their level. I, I talk as much as I can. And sometimes it still does not work. But out of 100%, 80% of the time it does work. 20% of the time it doesn't. Now, if someone came to you and said, hey, you can have 80% of $100,000, wouldn't you take that? So I'd take that 80% of it working out of the 20% of the time that it doesn't work. Sometimes my parenting style does not work. The kid is wilding out, depending on which kid it is. They're going crazy. And I'm just at a loss. Like, wow, you know, parenting is genuinely hard, especially when you are raising children that you want them to be, um, you know, well-rounded, independent, strong. Guess what? Then they use it on you. They're strong on you. <laughs> Didn't you are you teaching me to make my own decisions? <laughs> and it's just like, not now. Don't do that right now. We've got to get out the house. We've got to get to school. We've got to get this. You know what I mean? But to get back on topic, um, the, the, the idea of spanking for me is a, is a, is a no. It's a no. And, you know, I have two girls and I, I, I hear from, from peers and from other people, oh, wait till they get older, you know, they start running around, you never know, you know, you're going to have to, you know, get that bat ready. I'm like, no, you know, I, I hope that I am raising children that um, are well-rounded enough that even if they make their mistakes, that they're going to be all right. You know, they have this one life to live. I've, I want to, I want to raise them in love. Um, don't get me wrong. I do feel sometimes like I want to burst and I want to just, you know, put, put the strong arm on them. Cause you know, that's how I grew up. I, I do want to revert back to, you know, what? a little spanky hair ain't going to hurt or a little dap on the mouth ain't going to hurt. But I think about always the type of children that I want, want to have, um, be, you know, raised and, I want to give a shout out to my partner, to my husband, Jeff. Um, he was raised much like me where spanking is the norm. Um, I'm drinking coffee here. Um, what are you guys drinking? Let me know what you guys are drinking. I, I'm having some coffee. Um, my husband, just like me, we have a lot of similarities in the, in the way that we were raised. He, you know, he was raised where spankings were considered the norm. You know, I used to spank my little brother. Um, <laughs> I got spanked. You know, he got spanked by his sister. He got spanked by relatives. You know, um, we, we are changing the narrative, okay? Um, and like I said, we both have that ideology where, hey, I got spanked and I'm okay. But if you think about it, are you really okay? You know, I think it definitely affected the way that I handle things later on in my future because I had like this this innate fear inside of me all the time because of not because I thought anybody was going to touch me you know that's a defense mechanism now 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 you know as I got older and into my late teens and into young adulthood you know I knew that no one could could touch me because I knew how to one I was very defensive I knew how to protect myself and two um I was I was extremely you know stubborn and and um but I was also I, I held myself back from doing things because I was afraid myself. 
So I wouldn't want to do a certain project because I'm like, you know what? What if it doesn't come out right? Because that's that old way of thinking, right? So uh, there's that subconscious that gets worked into you through your child rearing. So that's the thing that I'm working on when it comes to um, working with my children and dealing with them and raising them. And I don't have all the answers, but I feel like this topic is so important because you know, I am a mom. I am a mom. Um, yes, I, you know, I'm a woman. Uh, you know, I identify as she. Um, I have a fantastic family, an extended family. But I, I am, aside from, from just being a person and being a woman and an entrepreneur, I am a mother. And it is my duty to, and it is, it is, my, it is my duty to make sure that they are given the best opportunities, the best life that they can have possible. And in doing so, that includes in the way that I rear them. In the way that I, in the way that my husband rears them, so like me, my husband agrees with the no spankings. You know, when we first were talking about children, you know, yeah, please, man, I'd spank them so quick. And but once we had these babies, it was like, no way. Could you imagine? Could you imagine putting a hand on these beautiful angels that God was gave us? I, I couldn't imagine. And trust me, they drive me up the wall. They drive us up the wall. There are times where I have to just. Stop what I'm doing and walk out of the house because I, my anger, you know, my frustration, my patience is thin. I've got a million things going on and my children are, guess what? Acting up. They are acting a fool. You want to know why? Because they are loved. When they're home, they are in a safe space. And it's true. When, you know, you ever hear when children go to school, oh, these children, you know, they're great. They're fantastic kids. And, you know... I'm like, yeah, but when they come home, they're jerks. Like, what, what the, what, what are you doing in school? Different. Give me the secret sauce, you know. And 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 I've been told, like, you know, it's because they they have been given the tools to keep it together all day. That when they get home, they're so comfortable, they just want to let it loose. They just want to go crazy, you know. They've been keeping their composure all day. And I was like, damn, that makes a lot of freaking sense. You know, they're in a safe space. You ever be with your homegirls out like in a trip somewhere or doing something or going to like the club and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to act silly. I'm going to act crazy. You want to know why? Because I'm with my homies. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling right now. I I'm good. They got me. If something happens, they got me. Kids think the same way. I never even looked at it like that. I was like, damn, that kind of makes sense. That makes a lot of freaking sense. And you know, I'm over here trying to do my gentle parenting, thinking that I got it all right and shit. And it's like... <laughs> You know, they come home and they completely just, you know, drive me up the wall. I'm like, gosh, damn, you know, <laughs> but with, with spanking them, would with, with spanking them really, really make it stop with spanking them. I mean, for, for the, for the moment, right. For the moment, but for long-term, I would love for, for people who spank their children for the long-term tell me. What are the benefits of spanking your children? If, if you are an advocate for spanking your children, tell me what are the benefits. I, I only see the negativity side of it. I grew up being spanked. And this does not mean that I don't, I don't love my family. I don't love my parents. I don't love my grandparents. But I hated that shit. I hated it. You know? It made me feel like less of a person. And I didn't have the verbiage back then to say that. But that's how it made me feel. So if you are an advocate right? For spanking. Tell me why. So I'm going to tell you some of the things that I do with my kids. So um, 
we have a, a chart. I have the chart in front of me, the piece of paper. We have a I have a chart, and it says um, cool down strategies. And the chart, it's I, I wish I had a visual. I should have I should have uh, did a video of this of this podcast episode. But anyway, so on the chart it says cool down strategies, and when it says when I start to to feel mad or sad, and there's a there's a sad face and there's a, a mad face, and it says I could ask for a break. So when I so my my oldest child she she learns visually, right? So the reason why I have a chart with these things is because she learns visually, so she can see the sad face. I can point to the sad face. I can point to the mad face, and I can say, "Well, which one are you feeling?" You can ask for a break if you're feeling any one of these. And then when you, I turn it around, there are pictures of her. One the first option is I can color. The second option, and so there's a picture of her coloring, and then the next one is I can take a deep breath, and there's a picture of her breathing in. The third one is I can read a book. It's a picture of her reading a book. And then there's a picture of two children hugging. I can ask for a hug. So this is this is one strategy that we use in our house. The children actually use this on themselves with each other. Um, Lyric will go up to her sister if, if, if she sees that um, her bigger sister is getting upset. She'll say, hey, are you mad or are you sad? Because we've already worked it with them so much that it the... the the, the smaller one will go to her and say, and do this whole breakdown with her. And they'll do their breathing and their hugging together. And then the bigger one, she uses it on me. If she sees me getting upset, she'll go, mommy, mommy, cool down. Do you want to take a break, mommy? Mommy, do you want to take a break? And she'll go over the chart with me and she'll let me pick. And you know what? Sometimes for shits and giggles, I'll say, yeah, I want to color. And we'll pull out the coloring books and we'll start coloring together. You know, all this, listen, listen, I'm from New York, okay? Born and raised from Brooklyn. I know all this shit sounds like lollipop, gumbo pop, bubble pop, all that crazy shit. I, I get it. I get it. But I'm telling you, over time, these are some of the things that actually work. Right? Um, what, what are some of the things that you do if you don't spank your child? What do you do? Send me some tips. Another thing that I learned with my kids is how to praise them. Right. How to get them to um, understand that. Um, okay, okay. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. So. All right. Instead of selling them all the time, I'm so proud of you. I flip the verbiage and I'm like, you must be proud of yourself because e even though equally, you know, I want them to know that I'm proud of them, but I want them to know that they can find pride and joy within themselves and they don't need outside validation. So I'm really careful about showing them that they can do it. So I'm starting to see now the fruits that I've been planting, those little seeds. I'm starting to see that now. So I'll hear one of them say, yes, I can do it. Struggling with something and saying, yes, I can do it. Because they get frustrated so easily that they'll just throw the, the whatever they're working on on the floor. They'll get pissed off and mad. And I'm like, keep trying. And they don't believe that they could do it. They don't believe that they can do it. They, they really believe from such a young age, they believe that they can't do it and they give up. And then, but I keep on, I keep on. And now I'm seeing the fruits from those seeds that I've been planting that now keep trying, they'll, 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 they'll push each other on. Keep trying. You can do it. You can do it. Because why? Because mama and dada is always telling them, you can do it. Keep trying. Don't give up. Try it another way. 
But now they're fiercely independent. So when we want to like hurry up and like tape something or <laughs> decorate something, they're all in the mix. Like, wait a minute, I can do it. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> you all in the mix. <laughs> um, but yes, so language, so how I use language in everyday conversation to reinforce my parenting style, the way that my husband does. Um, you know, my husband, he struggled with, you know, keeping his, his, his cool and not yelling at them. And he has done a complete 360. When we talk through these things, we, we literally sit down at night and we will talk about, you know, what our parenting styles mean to us and why, you know, what is, what is the end goal? You know, because one of the things that we talk about amongst each other is that, you know, whatever we do to them is love. So if I beat my children, they're going to grow up thinking that's love. If I, if I, if I yell at my children all the time, cause I still yell sometimes I'd be like, if you don't get your butt, <laughs> if, if I yell at my children, they think that's love. If I berate my children, they think that's love. Now, if I love on my children and if I'm gentle on my children and if I'm kind towards my children and I teach them how to be kind, that's love. That's going to be what they know as love. You ever seen that that story where there were like 13, 14 children living in a home with two parents? The oldest was 30 years old. It was a story in the news a couple of years ago. And everyone said, why didn't any of those kids escape school sooner? Because one, they grew up isolated and they also thought that their parents were love. Some of them still, I saw an interview with them. Some of them still feel that those parents loved them, kept them isolated, hungry, chained to beds for years and years and years and years and years. A lot of people stay in abusive relationships. Why? Because they think that's love, right? A lot of, I, I, you know, I personally was in a, a crazy, a crazy abusive relationship, mentally, emotionally, anything that you could think of. I stayed because I thought that was love. I thought that that's how adults adulting is because you know hitting is a thing so for me this is my personal journey on parenting so for me there's no spanking because spanking is not love if you don't have patience then just say that because spanking is not love. So I'm going to end that here because this is a very personal um, opinion of mine. And, um, you know, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what else you want to hear me talk about. I hope that um, you got a little insight into why I parent, me and my husband parent the way that we do. I'm not really sure what to call our style of parenting, um, but I, I'm definitely, it's geared more towards, um, gentle parenting. Um, let me know what, you know, what did I miss? What, what can I add? You know, what, this is a conversation starter. So let me know, you know, what, what it is that, that you do, you know, send me some tips. You know, if you are an advocate for spanking your children, tell me why, tell me why, you know, because kids, they learn by what you, by what you do. So Kids learn by what you say. They're sponges, you know, by, and by the time they're three years old, most of their brain is completely developed and, and all of the things that you've, you've already started conditioning them. So let me know what are some things that you do with your family? 
you know, to survive, you know? And if you do spank your children, why? Why do you spank your children? What, what, what's the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> As you can see, um, I, 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 it's very obvious, obvious that um, spanking for me is something that um, can, my opinion is that spanking to me leads to shame. And I want to raise proud children, strong children, kind children, loving children. And if I don't, then I felt them. But that is my goal. My goal is to make sure that my children do not feel shameful in the way that I rear them and that they can look back and, and always know that mommy was kind, loved them, cared for them deeply, and just wants to see them thrive. And if I have to sacrifice a little bit of myself and my patience and my own understanding of parenting, then I'm going to do that. Till next time, guys. Remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. Always remember that the right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time for the past. Live your life purposefully and with intention. Manifest, stay blessed. Till next time, subscribe, leave a message, leave a review. And as always, I thank you.